quarantine, you know the vibes. Zoom. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Zulu Man with some power and to see. Right now, we're on quarantine questions on Rap TV. You know what it is. Yeah. You can quarantine the body, but you can't quarantine my soul. Yo, what's good, y'all? We got Nasty C in the building, virtually, of course. You might know him from his song Particular with Major Lazer, which has over 65 million views on his music video on YouTube, or the song with ASAP Ferg called King, which has over 8 million views on YouTube, and more recently, his song with T.I. called They Don't. Run those numbers up, but yeah, man, I'd like to welcome the Zulu man himself to Quarantine Questions of Rap TV. I'm your host, Pro the Goat. What's good, bro? How's it going, man? Great, man. How are you? How you feeling? Chilling, man. Chilling. So, so a quick question I wanted to start off with. You being from South Africa, bro, like, and seeing all these things happening in America with the George Floyd protests, like, what's your viewpoint on it? Damn, bro. I, I, I can only feel one way about it, you know? And just, like, this is, as just a, a human being, somebody with a heart and a mind, you know? You're just saddened by it. I'm just saddened by it, bro. Like, yeah, it's scary. From so far, I can only imagine what everybody that's actually there is going through right now. Yeah. Have you got a chance to go protesting? Wait, are you in America or? No, I'm in South Africa. Oh, oh okay. Okay. You're South Africa right now. So, well, yeah, you being from South Africa too. Another question I have is like, what is the difference in like the racism there? I'm sure, I'm sure there's racism there too, right? Yeah, definitely. It, it, there is, but um, it's not very blatant, you know, unless you go to some places like where where it's like a predominantly white area, maybe. You know, but uh, for the most part, it's very subtle. It's your everyday, subtle, uh, sweet, fake smile racism, you know? Mm-hmm, yeah, no doubt. And then, and then in your opinion, uh, what would be the solution to this whole, like, police brutality situation? Like, what would you think would resolve it? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm nobody to say mm-hmm. anything that, you know, I've never, I've never been through that. I've only seen... Um, from from the outside looking in, I'm I'm just a, a viewer from all the way across the world that's looking at that, that shit. Like, I don't know, bro. I'm nobody to say. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, I do hope you know changes starting to happen little by little. Here, we're starting to see laws getting passed and things getting changed. So, I really hope you know it does in the future. Um, but but yeah, man. Switching gears. Uh, congratulations on the on the easy music video. You just dropped it on YouTube, right? Yeah. How's that doing? How your fans think about it? It's going crazy, bro. It's one of my favorite videos. It's my favorite video, like favorite Nasty C video. Oh, really? Yeah, facts. How, how did y'all shoot that? It looks like it was a green screen, most of it. All of it was green screen. We like we were, we were in the studio the whole time. Oh, wow. Part- okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. And then, how how did the concept for it come about? Like, did you have an idea for it? Did the director come to you with an idea? Like, yeah, I, I had an idea. Um, this whole superhuman, like black black super superhero type shit um a young guy that's just like finding his power and discovering his power you know what i mean and at first doesn't know how to use it but mm-hmm. then as as he grows and and finds his purpose he 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 learns how to control his power and use it for the good and he passes it on to everybody else that's why you see in the video at first i'm the only guy with like the glowing lights and shit but mm-hmm. then um a couple scenes later you see there's like a whole army behind me with like the glowing lights you know? That's dope, man. I could really see, I could really see someone like Travis Scott on the remix to that. <laughs> Definitely, right? <laughs> yeah, he just snap on it. He go quick. Would Would you consider him like an influence on your music? I I guess maybe to some degree, you know. But um, mm-hmm. 
yeah, it's it's not like he he's not really one of my um like idols, like people that I look up to like that. But I definitely I, I definitely rock with Travis Scott, bro. Like I play his music like a lot. No, no doubt, man. And then you're also versatile too, and a lot of people know this. Like you can do stuff like dance, pop, EDM type stuff with Major Lazer, but then you could also rap with like ASAP Ferg. Like which lane do you enjoy doing more? I don't lie, man. The 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 other abstract type shit is like my favorite. Like when I get to doing the EDM joints mm. or the super slow joints, so I'm not even rapping on there. I'm just like straight singing. I enjoy those a bit more, you know what I mean? Because they take a little bit more effort. Rapping is always like second nature to me now. It's mm -hmm. very easy for me, you know what I mean? So I like a challenge. Every time I get to do these different songs where I have to really put in the effort and really just like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I like I like those. Those feel like you know, something. No doubt, no doubt. How, how long did it take you to write that part on the Major Lazer song particular, your part? Bro, like five minutes. <laughs> really? <laughs> Five minutes. Like when I when I when I first um laid anything on the joint, there was like mumbles on there. There was no words, no mm -hmm. nothing. Yeah. So it's not like off somebody else's topic or whatever. I mm -hmm. set the I set. The, you set the tone on the record. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. yeah. So it was very easy for me. It was okay. very easy. No doubt. And then since it is quarantine questions, you know, I gotta ask you. Um, outside of shooting that video, what have you been doing during the whole lockdown situation? I've been recording a lot of music, um, shooting a lot of like performances uh, at my house. Um, mm -hmm. Back over again, yeah, before before the whole lockdown started, like three days before lockdown, we got a bunch of cameras, like the whole the whole nine, like camera camera equipment, like the lights, the slides, tripods, stabilizers, all that shit, like, mixer, microphones, in ears, the whole pack. And, and I was just like doing it um, from the house, you know, just to keep shit interesting for my fans and and just put out dope content, you know what I mean? As opposed to just shooting off my phone and going live on IG. No doubt, no doubt. And do you, do you feel like it's kind of pushed you to, to really lock in like with your music since you really can't do shows or go other places like that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think it, it, it it's had the same effect on listeners too, because now it's not like those times where you'll just hear a song at a party or at a festival or whatever, and you'll fall in love with it because of the moment, because mm -hmm. of the, 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 you know what I mean? Now people are listening to music. Now they really listen to what you're saying and and how how good the song actually is. It's not a it's not about the vibe anymore. You know what yeah, I mean? And that's right. that's that's good. I'm I'm pretty sure a lot of artists that have been having like a tough time because they weren't like moving with the trends and whatnot. I'm pretty sure they happy as hell right now because <laughs> yeah, it like that real shit and like people people recognize it now. It's not about hype. You know? For sure, for sure. And then you're Zulu, right? Yeah, so how do you think that affected you growing up in in South Africa? Well, um uh Zulus are in South Africa anyway. You know, we we're a tribe that comes from South Africa and mm -hmm. uh, I'm from I'm I was born in Joburg, but I was raised in Durban. And Durban okay. is a Zulu city pretty much. Mm -hmm. So it, it was it was it wasn't a, a thing that I even had to pay attention to. It was just like I was I'm Zulu, so you know, yeah, I didn't yeah. have yeah, and then do, do you feel like, because at first I feel like a lot of your earlier work, you didn't really mention a lot of, you know, Zulu stuff or anything, and you kind of gradually started putting that in your music. Like, when did you make that shift? Um, It has to be when uh, when No ID came to South Africa the first time, when I met him the first time. So this was about two years ago, like late 2018, I think. And 
me and him, we just, we just got to talking about like culture, um, just like carrying your people and really standing for something as opposed to just being an artist, you know, and as, yeah. as an artist, it's important that you put your own vision like first, but you have to stand for something. You know what I mean? Like right. you, you have to be different because you come from a place that you want to, you want to put on your back and rip like that. You know? So after, after me and him had a conversation like months down the line, I really, it took a minute for me to digest it and stuff. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he gave me a lot and, and a couple months down the line, I was just sitting thinking about it and I was like, man, all right, I think I got it now. Now I know, I know yeah. what my purpose. Is. Yeah, kind of like put putting them, you know, putting your whole side of the city on the map, right? Exactly. And because I'm taking this global step right now, mm-hmm. like I have, I have to represent where I'm from. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just drowning in the pool of other rappers. You know what I mean? Like sure. I have to. I'm different. Yeah, and the stuff that makes you different is really what ends up standing out, and people gravitate towards you because maybe they're from Africa or different parts of Africa, and look at you like somebody they could, you know, look up to. Exactly, exactly. So I'm here to give them the game and the knowledge that they they might not necessarily have or get like on the internet or whatever. No doubt. And then I'm just curious to know because, like you said, there was you know majority Zulu in the area that you grew up in. Like, were you familiar with the Zulu movement, like the whole Zulu Nation movement in New York? I only I only found out about that when like two years ago or a year ago. Really? Because it was huge, like Africa Bombada, like the whole thing. I didn't. The first time I heard anybody speak about that was Jay on on uh that song uh Empire State. Oh okay, Empire State Empire State of Mind. Yeah, but I didn't know what he was talking about, so I was just like, okay, he mentioned Zulu, but I didn't really pay attention to it. And then like a year ago, I met a couple people like in the states that really like uh broke it down to me and i still have to do my own research like uh yeah. on that yeah, yeah but i only found out it was super impactful for for sure like and also taking it back a little bit like you started making music when you were what like 17 or 18 right no nah, nine. Oh, really yeah okay. nine years old. when when did you make your very first record like your very first song nine years old so so uh, when I was nine years old, there was a there was this taxi that I used to take to school, and they had like a little uh, drop screen. It's like a laptop. It's like an upside down laptop. And I used to play like mm-hmm. music videos, like R and B, hip hop, whatever. And this one day, I heard I just heard Ti, and I just didn't give a about anything else that was happening around. Like paid it. I was so glued to the screen, bro. I was like, "What is this? What car is that? What are those things hanging around his neck? Like what?" The, I was looking at the jury, the women, the clothes and shit, and it just it just grabbed me. And what song was that? It's in top back the remix with Jesus. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. From that moment onwards, bro, I just, I just, hip hop was the only thing in my mind. The music was the only thing in my mind. And I got a laptop, not a laptop. I got a computer at the time, um, which was really for my big brother for his like his school projects and stuff. But okay. he was a huge music fan, and he he had like FL Studio and these little tiny speakers. He just taught me how to use it, and I didn't waste no time, bro. Like I started remaking like Lil Wayne's beats and rapping on them and stuff. Like at nine years old, I didn't know what I was doing, but yeah so is that is that the same time where you came up with the name nasty c like how'd that come about yeah 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 it was around the same it was a um i think that was like two years down the line but it was like i was still trying to find my feet at the time like i was i was back and forth between different rap names um and i was man j at the time my real name my one of my real names is junior so i was man j right and it was a lot of man a's man z's man g's mm-hmm. and it's one the first dude like to ever record me and a guy that I really idolized. A guy had like a condenser, a condenser microphone. He had proper headphones, a mixer, mm-hmm. computer, big speakers and stuff. And and 
so he's a guy that recorded my first song ever. This other time I went back there for a session and he was just like, he was wrapping up a session with his other boys. And he was like, yo, I want you guys to meet this cat and hear him out. Like, man, he's a nasty cat. Like he's, he's yo, he's crazy. And then he went back to what he was doing. Like he didn't even pay attention to what he said, but <laughs> me, the first time anyone has ever vouched for me, first of all, and this is the guy that I looked up to, bro. So mm. I just took it. Yo, nasty cat. All right. See, I'm, I'm nasty cat. I just, I just dropped AT and I was nasty C from there. Batman, that's a crazy story. That's nuts. So like you still get it, you like you're still in contact with him and everything? Yeah, yeah, not that much. Um now um like we we really stopped talking like a a, a couple years ago, like maybe maybe seven to eight years ago. Yeah. But it's not like we had a fallout or anything. Like we were just like yeah. chasing. He he ended up taking a break from music. Um yeah, he ended up taking a break from music. He's in the arts now and stuff like that. And I was just talking to him about uh, about like helping him out the other day. Like he was asking me to get him like a camera or something, like anything to help him start up his 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 own like production shit. No doubt, man. Is he proud of you? Like, does he look at you now? Like, yo, I knew it. I knew it. Like, yeah. I brought him to one of my tours in in Durban, um, the Ivy Sun tour. I have a tour that I do like almost every year. It's like called the Ivy Sun tour. I, I I brought him to one of the shows. He came to one of the shows actually. I didn't even know he was there, but. Um, it was like a surprise. Everybody kept it for me. Like they didn't tell me until after the show because they didn't yeah. want me like, yeah. So after the show, I go back to like the 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 little dressing room behind the stage and shit, and I just see him there, and I was just like, whoa. And that was like a big day for me because even my father was. My father hasn't mm -hmm. always been like, like um, proud and and supportive of this whole rap shit. Mm -hmm. So for those two people to be there, like it meant a lot for me, bro. And yeah. he was definitely. That's dope, man. That's dope. Especially having somebody like that believe in you early on when you really haven't proved anything, right? Yeah, yeah. For yeah, sure. Yeah. And um, also, like, he recorded your first song. Like, at what point did you have your first song that really blew up? Like, what song was that? And, like, how did that happen? Um, That has to be a song called Juice Back, right? The other songs, some of the other songs before that one um, were kind of big in, like, my neighborhood and stuff like that because nobody mm -hmm. was rapping, like, Nobody was really rapping in English, period. Nobody was mm -hmm. making like the type of like, But the song that really blew up was called Juice Back. I think I was like 17 when I made it. I was like fresh out of high school. Um, yeah, went crazy. It's because of that song, I really got to step out outside the city for once. Um, really like tour. Where did you go like, for the first time? I went to Joburg. Then I got the chance to go to Cape Town. I had been to Cape Town before, but like the 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 hood part of it, not like the mm -hmm. city. I had never mm -hmm. been to the city before. Like I just been to the hood where um, my family's from. My mother, my mother's side of the family's from Cape Town. But um, after that song, I really got to like do do like TV interviews and shit like that, and it was just crazy. Bro. Yeah, I bet, I bet. And then, and so did the numbers go up? Like, did you see the numbers go blow up on YouTube first, or was it like SoundCloud? Like, where where did it happen? You know what it was, it was BBM first. You know what BBM is? No, what's that? It's like a BlackBerry. It's like you know how you have iMessage right now. Oh yeah. Yeah, the BlackBerry Messenger, BBM. That's so it went viral there? How? So I did a, so they, they had they had done this little upgrade where you can, you can uh, have like a move, like a video as your profile mm -hmm. picture. Yeah. So I put this on there. I was like, I was like in the mirror, just like rapping along to like hook or whatever. And then I saw one of, one of the, one of the guys that were, was really big in Durban, like in the Durban scene, like just like culture wise. He wasn't even an artist. He was a guy just like supplying people with merch. Mm -hmm. He had this brand called... His name is Miles. He he reposted it first, and I was like, "Oh shit, this guy has all the girls on his BBM. He has like all the Durban club guys and shit like that." So I might like get this on played in the club or whatever. 
And then I just started getting like invites on BBM. People just inviting me, and I, I'm I'm seeing like on BBM if you play a song, it shows on your status. Oh, okay. I'm seeing my shit, and I was like, oh fuck. And then I, I opened up a Twitter account, and then uh, when I got there, it was already going crazy. Like when I searched Nasty Seed, like a whole bunch of people were already talking about me. Artists that I'd only seen on TV that stayed in Joburg. Like, That's crazy. Who's the first one to reach out to you? First one to reach out to me was a guy called DJ Switch. This okay. he he met me. I used to I used to skip school like every every Friday and Monday or Thursday and Friday to to go like universities to go perform and do like mm -hmm. open mic sessions. And this one time I was performing it. It was a it was a Red Bull event. I was just performing there to to a bunch of like uh university uh like college kids or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know he was there. I had no idea he was there. Like he just he just popped up out of nowhere. And he was just like yo. Come in, whatever, and we swapped BBM pins or whatever, da da da. And then um, when he got back to Joburg, this happened in Durban. So when he got back to Joburg, like the, the like the following day or like two days later, he hits me up, and then he's like, "Yo, I want to do a song with you. Um, send me whatever you have, or I'm gonna send you beats." I was like, "No, I'm gonna send you a beat with the with the hook, and even if you don't want me on the song, it's cool. Like, just you know what I mean? Like, let me produce it at least." And I sent it to him, and I and Stogie T put a verse on there. Youngster put a verse on there. And then they sent it back to me like, yo, you can add a verse if you want to still. And I did a verse on it. And that was my first like music video placement. Like, That's dope. Yeah, that's crazy. And then, and then fast forward from there, you do you do the song with Major Lazer that takes you to a whole nother level. Like, how, how did that happen? Um, so with that joint, it was uh, one of my friends. Uh, they're, they're, they're like twins. They're, they're DJs. They're called Major, Major Leak. So it was their joint at first, right? So they called me to my police place to just like have a session. We didn't even know what we were gonna do with that day. So I get there, I right, start drinking, smoking, whatever, we're chilling, and then they start playing the beats. And I think this was my first time ever like doing anything on the Afrobeat song. Like mm -hmm. I'd never, I, I'd only been doing like hip hop. Mm -hmm. So, so I did a little verse on there. They had like a little humming melody, and I was like, okay, this is dope. And I added a verse and whatever. And I didn't hear nothing from him for like a good a good five months, five to six months, like, mm. like, regards to the song, like, we still talk about some other shit, but not yeah, the yeah, song. Yeah. And then, out of nowhere, my producer calls me, and he's like, yo, uh, I'm gonna send you some split sheets, and whatever, and da-da-da, we're gonna work out the logistics and shit, but yeah, Major Lazer is pretty much taking this joint, man. They oh, keep shit. What? <laughs> and the song changed a couple times, like, before it, it became what it is today, it, it had, like, many versions. So I keep getting all these versions with like all these artists that I never even like. Did you have a favorite version? The one that dropped. Oh, okay, that was your... yeah, the final one. The final one is definitely the best one. Okay, facts. And... Sorry, I couldn't hear you. What'd you say? I said Jadena. He he brought a whole nother vibe. He one. killed it too, right? <laughs> yeah. Did you get a chance to meet him? Yeah, yeah, I met him. The first time I met him was when when we were shooting. Oh, okay, okay. Bet, bet. And then that song took off, obviously. Um, and so do you remember like the, the very first time that you flew out to New York and what that felt like? Anything surprised you, shocked you? Was it how you thought it was in your head when you saw it on TV? Um, first time I flew out to New York. Um, yeah, I remember, but I didn't really get to do a lot of sightseeing. I just had interviews back to back to back to back. <laughs> I couldn't get a second, bro, to chill. Um, I think the only thing that I saw that I recognized from TV was like the Statue of Liberty, obviously, um, Times Square, obviously, 
And I think there was this one bridge that we that we that we went to, and just like we took a D route just to drive mm-hmm. on that bridge, because I just mm-hmm. wanted to show them. Yeah. Oh no, I'm lying. Um, I also I also got to go to go to um, Marcy Projects. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the Marcy. Yeah, that's where Jay Z's from. Yeah, I I got a chance to go there, and and I went to um, where where um Biggie stayed. I didn't get okay. to go inside the. Just shot some shit on like outside. I haven't even seen that footage since. Best Eye? Oh yeah, yeah, Best Eye. Yeah, that's dope. So, so did you have like? Was there like an overwhelming feeling? Like, what about? Did you walk through Times Square? I didn't get to walk through it. We just drove past it. The first time I didn't get to walk walk through oh, it. Yeah, we just... Okay. Was there anything interesting about the food that you had that you were like, yo, this is weird or like? Yeah, the pizza. The way you guys do pizza, there's different. Us, we we sell pizza in a box. You know what I mean? And and in New York, I guess this is not everywhere in New York, but just like the places that I was at, when you buy pizza, you just get like this big ass slice, mm-hmm. like a big. <laughs> we don't say, we don't do it like that. Let's say, um, what else really shocked me? I went to I went to Little Italy. Yeah, is that was yeah yeah. I went some pork, some duck, some some um. Yeah, we had a bunch of different other food that I'd never even thought i'd eat like ever in my life but it was good though yeah you you ain't have no plantains right because i know you don't like that shit <laughs> bro i don't i don't i'm plantain bro it's nasty why you why you banana bro leave bananas alone and just eat them as they are bro. That's, that's just weird to me what about coleslaw <laughs> <laughs> i at first i didn't fuck with coleslaw but uh now no i like coleslaw i like nice, coleslaw. Nice. And and then when you were in New York the first time, that was to do the music video for King with ASAP Ferg, right? No, not the first time. That was oh, that was okay. probably the second, second or third time. Mm. Okay, how did how did you guys link up for that? Like, did he reach out to you? Did you reach out to him? Like, how did y'all get that song together in the video? Um, he he came to South Africa a couple months um before that. Um, and we were doing a show. We were co-headlining a show for Sports Scene. So while we were doing like the little promo run. Um, me and him exchanged contacts or whatever, and I sent him, I sent him a different version of that song. Actually, I sent him a whole nother song, and he liked the person there. But it was, it was the song was very slow. It was chilled, but it was slow. And like I, I ended up fucking around with some other beats and just like making another song. And I was like, yo, if I sped his verse up and put it on there, it would be fire. And so I just did that. Boom, King came up. Dope, man. Dope. And then y'all shot the video in New York, right? Mm-hmm. Your haircut wasn't that bad, bro. Fuck out of here, bro. You don't you don't have to say that. I know my shit look bogus, though. I thought it looked fine. That was just me. Like I thought it was fine. Like Bro, like if if I was anywhere where I was familiar with like how how shit works, I really I wouldn't have paid, bro. Like I I really just I would have I would have thrown a fit. Yeah. But I I'm in this place. I don't know nobody here. I don't want to get into no kind of trouble. I'll be fucked. I'm gonna be by myself. And I, I went there with just my other friend, and he's like, he wouldn't have done nothing to save me at the time. But I was like, nah. That's crazy. But it was whack. It was whack. So you, just, you just trusted him. You were just like, do, do what you think looks good? or, Bro, I'm thinking, yo, this is New York. There's a whole bunch of dudes with do-rags. Everybody's got waves and, and crisp hairlines and shit. I'm thinking, yo, like, I'm about to look good right now. And then I, I walk thinking, what the fuck is this, bro? That guy was probably high when he 
Oh, my head. Maybe, man, maybe. But shit, just just you meeting you meeting, you know, all types of people like ASAP Ferg. And then you also met T.I., who was a huge inspiration when you grew up, right? You were a big fan of his album King. Um mm -hmm. haven't you even met him. Yeah, you hadn't even met him. But how did you guys first link up? Um, he was in South Africa also. He was uh shooting a movie and he says he says he he was just asking around. Um, like, yo, who's who's the dope artist around here? And they told him about me, and he kept hearing my name. He was like, all right, cool. And then he just kept hearing my name and hearing my name and hearing my name and hearing my music. People, my shit. And then one day he just um he decided to 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 check it out for himself, I guess. Um, and then he hit me while he was riding around. He was like, yo, I'm riding around like uh, Cape Town right now, listening to your shit. Like you're on fire, bro. Like I'm I'm definitely down to work with you anytime. And at that time, he didn't even know he didn't even know how much I looked up to him. Like mm -hmm. he had no idea. He had no idea. He thought he was just reaching out to just a rapper. Yeah. It's crazy for me. That's the first time ever I ever fanned out. Like, I've never fanned out for anybody before or since that moment. That was yeah. the only time I stepped out the house and be like, what in the hell is going on right now? Like, this is fucking T.I. Like, this is like... But this is the reason I'm rapping today. Do you understand me? Like, that was a crazy moment for me. Crazy yeah. moment. Like, full circle. No doubt. And then what's your relationship with him like now? Do you guys just work together? Like how does how's that? Yeah. Oh yeah, man. He's 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 so supportive. Um we, we've done a couple things together. We have two joints now. We did we did a, the um the meet him um, music conference together. Uh yeah, he he's cool. Anytime I tap in with him about some other shit, like even besides music, like for just like a little bit of guidance or advice or whatever, he's he's always more than happy to reach out and be like, yo, uh, whatever, da 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 be game or whatever. It was crazy. The, the yeah. other day he called, uh, he called me and like I'm waking up at like 4 a.m. in the morning. Like my phone is ringing. I couldn't even find it. My phone and my laptop were ringing at the same time. So I, I didn't know what to do. I'm still like half asleep. So I, I and I see my phone. It's like, oh shit, Tip was trying to call me. And then I text him. I was like, yo, my bad, bro. I was asleep. He was like, ah, oh, no, don't worry about it. I just wanted to say, yo, I'm proud of you and congratulations for everything. And thank you for like trusting me with your craft and shit. And I was like, Nick, you, you telling me this? Like, like that was crazy. That was crazy. He's big bro forever, man. For sure, man. For sure. And then whose idea was it to do y'all's new record? Like the they they don't join. Yeah. Um, I I made that song a year ago, last year June, and I sent it to him a couple months down the line, but only just for him to listen to because he's mm -hmm. he's all he doesn't shy away from being like a black activist and yeah 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 and, yeah you know what I mean. He stands for that. So I sent it to him just just like yo. I sent it to him. And I said. I say, yo, um, looking at everything that's going on right now, it really tells me I just really want you to listen to this and just tell me what you think. Like, that's all I want. And, yeah. and it's the song I hold very close to my heart because this shit really bugged me. Like, at the time, I like I was, bro, it was hurting me like I was, like I was, like I had experienced it, but I hadn't even, mm -hmm. you know? And, and um, so fast forward down the line, um, this year, June, the shit comes up again and, and me and my team decided, yo, we should, we might as well just get him on it. We have a relationship with him now, mm -hmm. and to 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 show the public this relationship, then to kick it off on some real shit, like speaking about something that people really need to hear. You know? Yeah, now's the perfect time for that too. Exactly, exactly, for sure. And he he never tried to sign you or anything. Or? Nah, bro, he's just giving me game like that, and just like that's love. That's love. That's like real legitimate. Like fucking with yeah, you, yeah. no doubt. And then, and then, shit, man. You said you met him when you know shooting and stuff in South Africa. I know you had your debut acting role on Blood and Water and Netflix. Are you gonna pursue more acting in that 
way or are you gonna just focus on the music like how are you gonna juggle the two like have you thought about it no i'm just gonna focus on the music for now yeah i'm just gonna focus on the music i i like acting i like that experience but it um it kind of it fulfilled it helped me fulfill that little interest and that little itch and urge i had to to try it out and i'm good yeah. like if the opportunity presents itself one more time and everything makes sense and i feel like i could kill the role and whatever then i definitely do it but mm. i don't want to read not like that. I don't want to record anything 15 times over and over again. <laughs> what was the most frustrating part about the whole thing? Re-recording everything over and over again. Having somebody say, yeah, do it a bit more natural. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, how can I act natural? Can you act natural? That doesn't make any sense. Just be you, right? Like, you're just being you. Like, what else do they want? Yeah. You want me to be me, but you want me to be this role at the same time. Yeah. You know I mean, that's the the one thing I didn't like about it and the script and also like I, I was nervous because it was my first time doing it and I'm sitting around like a bunch of professionals it was like yeah did you take acting classes and stuff or I did a couple a couple but it wasn't like it wasn't like one of those where you really get out of your comfort zone and you feel like okay cool I'm really doing something I wasn't in like a hall with a bunch of other like up-and-coming actors or whatever it was yeah. just on um, this lady she, but she did an amazing job though like she, she used to come to my hotel rooms and, and stuff like that and just like give me tips and pointers I used to go to her house also um yeah she just gave me like she used to give me like scripts from movies like independent day or whatever yeah and yeah like we just i'd be denzel or whatever she, she could play the role and give me pointers and stuff like that oh okay so you definitely like doing music more than acting right without a doubt no question <laughs> you music got that out the person. way so is there anything else you want to do like write a book like is there any other aspirations you have yeah like um I am. I was writing a book like a year ago, but we took a break from it because of like everything that just happened like um, to the world, but also just like to my career. Like a, a, a lot of shit just like jumped, and we had to take a break and find a way to 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 add it in there smoothly. But um, aside from that, I like I like making shit. I'm a, I'm a crafty dude, man. I like cutting up shit. Like I buy I buy a bag and just cut it up just so just because I like the pattern, like the Louis pattern or whatever. I cut mm -hmm. it up. I paste. Like, I like to cut shit up and remake stuff. Um, I have a 3D printer. I'm into oh, 3D modeling. Nice. Yeah, I like doing that type of shit. I'm always on Photoshop uh, and, and Premiere. You want to do like a clothing brand or anything like that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. 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 Like I have a couple, a couple of samples that I made by myself. And I'm just not saying shit about it because I want to get people's like genuine reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've been on that. Shoes, customizing shoes and everything. I'm big on that. Okay, no doubt, no doubt. So what else you got coming up, bro? Like, what should we be on the lookout for? Our uh, album, Zoom Out Some Power, is coming. Um, I have a mixtape with with uh, DJ Who Kid that's coming out very soon. It's called Zulu. Um, it's okay. really dope. Yeah. I'm working on a couple other tapes, though, with um, one name. I, 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 I don't think I'm allowed to disclose it now, but uh, the okay. other tapes are bros, like, from here, from South Africa. So okay. I have a lot of... Lot a lot of new music. Is there another music video coming out that we should be expecting? I have one in the canister that we would think about just like dropping um, a couple weeks before the album. Mm -hmm. But with things are going right now, um, I want to shoot another very serious music video, like of like a, a a dope song, like one that might be big. But we don't have we, we planned anything yet. Though. Okay, dope, dope. Is there anything else you want to tell your fans out there? No, not really. I just want to say thank you, shit, for the love. Yeah, and thank you guys for the support also, man. I see. Oh, yeah, man. I appreciate I'm you. Reading up on, 
like what's happening in the culture there on that side. Like I'm always on like your page, uh, Ek, all those guys. Like I'm always on there. No doubt, man. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you for sure. Oh, yeah. Bet. So yeah, once again, I'm Pro to Goat with Rap TV, and this is Quarantine Questions. Make sure y'all hit that subscribe button and notification button to stay up to date on all of the interviews that we're dropping all the time. Make sure y'all go to rapart.com and get y'all Rap TV merch. Join our community by texting 908-341-0067. And as always, don't forget to smash that like button. And one last time, let's give it up for the Zulu man himself, Nasty C, y'all. Appreciate you, fam. Appreciate you, bro. Stay safe out there, man. You too, man. You can quarantine the body, but you can't quarantine my soul.